Hi, I'm Daniel Foley from the Abundant Life Training Center, and welcome to our daily community meditation, where today we're talking about bringing your best. So recently we've been talking about, with our partners, as we look out to the year of 2023, our focus or theme or filter for the year would be God saved the best for now. God saved the best until now. And I've just been thinking about this concept. It comes from when Jesus turns the water into wine. They bring the wine to the master of the feast. He says, you saved the best until now. I was just thinking about this concept the other day because I had a day where just there was a lot to do, just kind of a lot. Uh, you know, we have to learn to cast those cares onto God, but sometimes we get that heaviness just sitting on us. And it was just a day, I was just trying to get through the day, just trying to get everything done that needed to get done. And I had a little bit of a shift in perspective where I said, you know what, what just happens if instead of just trying to get through these tasks, what if I bring my best to them? I focus, I get more present, I bring my best into whatever I'm doing the rest of that day. And it's amazing how just the whole day shifted from that one decision to bring my best for that day. To truly show up in my work, to truly show up in my family, to show up in my workouts and my health and my nutrition, in my relationship with God and my quiet time with him, in my emotions, in just how I'm showing up in the things that I do. And that one little simple decision, now it started to, to just change the way I approach every day. How can I bring my best into today? We talk, often talk about making today a masterpiece. I think one of the biggest keys that I'm learning to make today a masterpiece is we got to make the decision to bring our best today, to show up the best we can. Now, some days are better than others, but we can bring the best. Whatever we have that day, we can bring our best. It's a way of honoring God, I believe, in our lives. So let's get started with prayer, and then we'll go through our filters for today, and then we'll go into our time of communion after that. Heavenly Father, I pray for everybody who's watching or listening, their families, their friends, everybody connected to them, and all of our church and governmental leaders. And I thank you for releasing us from darkness and transferring us into the light, into the kingdom of your dear Son. I thank you for your purpose and grace given to us in Christ Jesus before time ever began. And that Jesus was smitten for us so that you could fight for us. And I keep asking that you, the Father of glory, would give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that we would know you better. That the eyes of our hearts would be enlightened to know the hope to which you've called us. And the riches of your glorious inheritance that is in us and the immeasurable greatness of your power to us who believe. The same power that you exercised in Christ when you raised him from the dead and seated him at your right hand in heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And you put all things under his feet and made him to be the head of the body, the fullness of him, who fills all in all. And Father, I ask you to bless us and to make your face shine upon us. Let us find grace and favor in your eyes. 
expand our borders and our territory, expand our capacity to receive everything you've given us in Christ and to let it flow through us so that we do good and are a blessing to people all over the world. Send us opportunities to do good and be a blessing today and help us be sensitive to those opportunities. Keep your hand on us and help us do today what's right and best in your eyes and do it with peace and joy and confidence in him confidence in you. And we ask you to stretch out your hand to heal and do signs and wonders and keep us from evil and pain. Through the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. All right, let's go through our filters for today. These filters are short things that I write at the top of my journal every night. And I found this years ago. If I would just reinforce by writing things over and over at the top of my journal, it will begin to make things come to pass. A lot of the goals and dreams and visions that I have, I would just start to, to write those things over and over at the top of my journal. It was amazing how things would just begin to unfold as I just kept writing them over and over at the top of my journal. And so what I've started to do is I've started to implement God's rhythm. In the Old Testament, God had a rhythm. There was a, a, a rhythm for the temple. Things that were supposed to be done every day, every week on the weekly Sabbath at the start of every month and on the yearly cycle of feasts. And so I started to put that that rhythm of the filters at the top of my journal. I like to start with the big picture vision. For me personally, that's Abundant Life Training Centers all over the world, making the body of Christ healthy and beautiful. And that started for me about 10 years ago. When Proverbs 13, 22, it changed the course of my life. It says, a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. And that verse got me thinking, what's the most valuable thing we could pass on to future generations? And it inspired me to start creating manuals and lessons and teaching for all the different areas of life. Areas like purpose and health and family and finances, order, time, and community. But really, when I got started with this, it was kind of a big, overwhelming thing. I didn't know where to start. So I just began to seek after God. I began to totally immerse myself in the Bible. And I mean totally immerse myself in the Bible. I was reading the Bible over and over and over again, studying it diligently, listening to teaching and sermons. And whatever I could find, I was soaking it all in. And God was so faithful. He began to just show up, began to teach me, began to train me. And he taught me a whole new way to live. A completely different way to operate my life than I'd ever known before. We learn how to walk in the light as he is in the light. And when we walk in the light, we have fellowship with God, fellowship with one another. The blood of Jesus cleanses us. But I had to learn how to walk in the light. I went through some struggles at times. I had to learn how to walk this out. Every day to walk in the light, it takes a decision. We have a decision to make. Am I going to walk in the light? And part of that decision, we can choose. We can bring our best today. Helps us stay in the light. And when we're walking in the light, we're walking in faith, we're walking in love, we're walking in humility and forgiveness and gratitude in all circumstances. And one of the shortcuts I've found is just being thankful. Yesterday was Thanksgiving, a reminder for us. We get the choice. We get to choose every day. Am I going to be focused on gratitude and Thanksgiving or am I going to be focused on the problems? I just began to document what I was learning. It turned into a series of books and courses and blueprints that we have now called the Abundant Life Blueprint. 
And the vision is to build abundant life training centers all over the world that are implementing these blueprints, making the body of Christ healthy and beautiful. And then this year in 2022, our filter has been the year of the beautiful land. In the Old Testament, God told the people he's going to bring them to the best and most beautiful land in the entire world. And that was going to be their inheritance. And that's symbolic for us of this rich inheritance that we have in Christ. I was just reading the other day in the book of Daniel. Daniel keeps referring to it as the beautiful land, the promised land. We've got this promised land in Christ, all of these promises and all the promises in him are yes and amen. And this year, God's been teaching us how to walk in those promises, how to possess them and how to keep them by filling up the basket of praise. Imagine the example of two baskets on a balancing scale. On one side, you got a basket full of the problems that we face. And we could carry the weight of those problems. We could fill that basket up with venting and complaining and pouting, toiling away in our mind, stress, frustration. Or we could cast those cares over into that basket. I was just talking with my wife earlier this morning about how we probably all know that scripture, cast your anxieties over onto God because he cares for you. Most people know that scripture. But unfortunately, most people never do it. We tend to carry the weight of those things on ourselves. We're not meant to do that. We can't really bring bring our best because we're just in survival mode. When we're carrying the weight of those problems, we're going to cast those cares over onto God and we're going to turn around. We're going to start filling up that other basket, the basket of praise. Praising God for who he is, that he's our healer. He's our provider. He's more than enough. He's the God of all grace, the God of all hope, the God of all comfort, the God of all peace. He's the God of order. He's the Lord Almighty. He's our righteousness and our sanctification and our holiness. He's the one who makes us holy. Jesus was made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. Nothing's impossible for him. And we can start praising him for all the promises that we have in Christ. Because for whatever problems we have that we threw into that other basket that were maybe weighing us down, he's got a promise for us. If we'll begin to seek him, he'll show us his word. He'll show us what he's promised. And if we'll take him at his word, Even though it might not look like it's true, we'll believe it, we'll receive it. We'll rest in it, we'll trust in it, we'll keep filling up that basket of praise for it. Even when it looks like it's not true. We're going to inherit those promises. We're going to start to walk in them. As we keep filling up that basket, it's going to help us to keep those promises. And then we can praise him for everything that he's done for us in our life. Just taking a moment to look back. What has God done in your life? remembering and cherishing those things and keeping them in the top of your mind. Because if he did it before, he's going to do it again. And then this month in November of 2022, our filter has been recording your journey. In the Old Testament, God had Moses record the journey to the promised land with the stages and the phases. And for a similar way for us, if we're going to step into these promises that God has for us, I think it's important that we record our journey. And this month, we've been believing God for a journal, a workbook, a planner, something along those lines that can help us to record our journey in a systematic way, in a way that gives us little nudges back in the right direction if we're ever getting off track. 
and something hopefully we can pass on to future generations one day. And then this week, as we go around the yearly cycle, think of the yearly cycle as a 360-degree view of God and who he is and all that he's done for us in Christ. Different times of the year give us different glimpses, different angles that teach us about him. And right now in November, I found this is often a major time of transitions. God begins to open doors to the next level. He begins to move the pieces around. He begins to shift things around. But all along the path, there's exits where we can choose to go our own way. He gives us free choice. He gives us free will. And we get to choose. Are we going to continue to move forward with him? Or are we going to go off and do things our own way? I think one of those choices we make. Yesterday, we talked about the choice to give thanks. Every day we have a decision. Are we going to focus on the problems? Are we going to give thanks for all the things that are going well? And we also have a choice. We get the choice. Am I going to bring my best today? Or am I just going to survive and go through the motions? And it's that simple decision to stay positioned in Thanksgiving. That simple decision to bring our best today helps us to walk in the light. It's amazing what this does. We just make the decision to bring our best. I don't know how to fully describe it with words just yet. So Heavenly Father, we're asking for your help today. Help us to understand what bringing our best, that decision that we make every day, to walk in our our best, to walk in your best, what that does for us, how important that decision is. And help us to keep remembering this. Help us to keep bringing our best every day. And we're going to take communion over this as a marker in time. Jesus says, as often as you do this, remember me. The Apostle Paul says, every time you take communion, you're proclaiming the death of Jesus. And in the case of a will or an inheritance, nothing happens until you prove prove the death. So in a way, communion is like an activation that sets in motion all the benefits of this new covenant. And so as we take communion today, we're believing we receive this from God, that we're setting it in motion in our life, that we're going to understand the importance of bringing our best. And God's going to be helping us to remember to make that decision every day. He can't make it for us. We get to decide, but we're going to ask him to help us to remember to make that decision every day to bring our best so that we walk in the light at greater and greater levels. I think there's levels of this. And we think of the night Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread and said, this is my body broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Just thinking about this, if you are in a place where you're just surviving the day, if you want to go from surviving to thriving, That simple decision, the choice to give thanks, the choice to bring your best. It's amazing what it can do. And we get the choice every day. We had all missed it. We'd all missed it in this. We'd all gone astray and God laid upon Jesus the punishment that we deserved. And by his stripes, we've been healed. Jesus was crushed. He was destroyed. He was smitten by God. So that we could be right and holy and perfect in God's sight. 
all through his one sacrifice. And God raised him up from the dead and seated him at his right hand. And he raised us up together with him, made us sit together with him. And communion is a celebration of our union with God, being joined together with him as one. So Father, I thank you for this bread and ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have your bread, you can take your bread. Then after supper, Jesus took the cup. He said, this is the cup of the new covenant. In my blood poured out for the forgiveness of sins for many. And it's the forgiveness of sins that releases us from darkness and transfers us into the light, into the kingdom of your dear son. And Jesus is a great king. His blood washes us and cleanses us, gives us a fresh start in life. We get to walk out this day today together with God, connected with him. So Father, I thank you for this cup. And ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have a juice, you can take a juice. All right, we got a decision to make today. And one of the most amazing things about our relationship with God is if we ever miss it, we ever get off track. We're just about one or two seconds away from getting right back in the light. Just turn around, make an adjustment, get right back in the light again. And one of the ways for us to start implementing this, health and fitness. Are you bringing your best today? Let's make a decision to bring your best today. Bring your best into your workout. Bring your best into your nutrition. See what happens. But I hope this has been helpful for you today. If you'd like to be a part of what we're doing in the Abundant Life Blueprint, you can go to the Abundant Life Training Center dot com.